If you'd have told me, hey, one day you're going to turn into a Martian or one day you're going to turn into a Satan worshiper, that was much more plausible than, hey, one day you'll be divorced. Ben Young had been married for almost 19 years when he and his wife ended their marriage. It was the worst experience of Ben's life. I can't describe the pain internally. It felt like I was literally bleeding from the inside. How do you deal with disaster? How do you cope with the pain? It's hard to move on when regret like an anchor makes you feel like you're the one to blame. As painful as the divorce was, Ben Young found healing as he turned to Jesus. He'll tell us more about that experience and other things he's learned from God during the hard times of his life on this episode of GPS, God, People, Stories. It's an outreach of the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association celebrating 70 years of proclaiming the message of Jesus Christ. I'm Jim Kirkland. And I'm Phil Fleischman. We hope you'll find encouragement in Ben's story and in the message you'll hear a little later from Billy Graham. Sometimes the pressures and the burdens of life get so great upon us that we feel like we can't take another day. But there is hope. It's found in having a relationship with God through His Son, Jesus Christ. We can tell you more about that right now at findpeacewithgod.net. That's findpeacewithgod.net. Or you can also send us an email. We'd love to hear from you. Our address is gps at billygram.org. We have links to both of those in the show notes. GPS. God. People. Stories. I grew up in a preacher's home. We lived in North Carolina for five years. Then we lived in South Carolina for 10. And when I was about to start my sophomore year in high school, we moved all the way to Texas. Ben Young's family made that move because his dad accepted an invitation to become the pastor of a large church in Houston. Moving from a very small town in South Carolina to the fourth largest city in the United States, Houston, was a massive culture shock. And so we were learning to adapt to an entirely different way of life. And I love growing up in the Carolinas, but I also have really grown to appreciate deeply the richness and the freedom that we have here in Texas. We asked Ben what it was like growing up as a pastor's kid. My parents, both of them, worked really hard for making our house normal. So they really didn't shove religion or church in our face. Of course, we were required to go to church on Sundays and Wednesdays, but they really didn't um, push it on us. Ben says he's thankful for the way his parents allowed him and his two brothers to make their own choices for Christ. All three of us are in ministry of some sorts right now. But they never, ever, ever said, you need to be a pastor. You need to work at the church. They never said that. They were welcoming as far as the ideas and dreams we had as kids. But it's interesting. God called us all into ministry. They just kind of let God do his work. They raised us in a home where they set strong boundaries, but they also gave us a lot of freedom within those boundaries. Of course, the most genuine freedom of all comes from following Jesus. And Ben made the decision to do that when he was a child. I remember vividly praying to receive Christ one afternoon uh, after church. But I think as in any relationship, especially when you're only seven years old, it takes time to grow and nurture. So throughout my junior high and high school years, I went to church. I did a lot of evangelism, sharing Christ. I did a lot of Bible studies. And then I went to college and also had a very rich experience of following Christ. 
But towards the end of college, Ben's beliefs were really put to the test. He had become involved with a Christian movement that set their main focus on miracles and the supernatural. My roommates and I were really wanting to see the supernatural hand of God work in our lives, and we were praying for people to be healed, to be delivered. We were hoping to raise somebody from the dead. We had very you know, low goals. And so when, when we didn't see some of these things materialize, at least in my heart and mind, I began to wonder, why, why is it not happening? I began to wonder, well, what is wrong with me? What is wrong with my prayers? And then that kind of spiraled into, what is wrong with prayer? How come God doesn't answer prayer? Is God really there? Does He really care? And that's what kind of led to my downward spiral of doubt and skepticism. And that lasted for many, many years as I began to really re-examine uh, what is faith? What is God? What is the Bible? Is Jesus Christ really real? So I kind of lived as an agnostic, I would say, at least internally. On the outside, Ben was still doing what most Christians do, reading the Bible, praying, going to church. But on the inside, there was a whole different story going on. There was turmoil, and I was searching, and I was questioning, and I was doubting, and it was a really difficult time in my life. And so basically, I came out of that season when I began to really understand what grace was all about and that there's nothing I could do to earn God's favor. There's nothing I could do to lose God's favor. And understanding that my righteousness, my acceptance before God was outside of me. It was external. And that the gospel was outside of me. It wasn't about when I prayed the prayer to receive Christ. In a sense, I was saved 2,000 years ago on a hill outside of Jerusalem. So that was something theologically that really helped me. And you can't circle the airport forever. You've got to land somewhere someday. And even landing in the field of agnosticism is the decision. So I knew I had to land and really land on the person of Christ. Was he really who he says he was? And did he really come out of the grave on the third day? To use another analogy, I kind of push all the chips on the other side of the table and said, I'm betting on Christ. And Ben has never been disappointed by his bet on Christ. As he gradually worked through his doubt and skepticism, he became even more passionate about serving the Lord. After going to seminary for three and a half years, Ben entered the mission field. I worked in Mexico City and throughout different towns in Mexico. Also did some work with Youth with a Mission in Amsterdam and Holland. And then I came back to the States and worked uh, here in Houston in the singles ministry. I was single myself, and I was helping people negotiate the challenges uh, of your 20s and of dating and finding your career and finding your way. That was my initial launch into ministry was working with singles and writing books on dating and relationships. Today, Ben is still working at that same church in Houston. It's where his dad is the senior pastor. For many years, life was great. Ben got married and had two daughters, and he was very happy as a husband, father, pastor, and author. But things were about to be shaken up again towards the late 2000s. Ben's faith, which had been reshaped earlier by his season of doubt, was about to be tested again. The darkest period that I've ever been through in my entire life was when I went through a very public divorce as a pastor. That was the most brutal time in my life. I thought going through doubt was difficult and stressful, but there's nothing that tears apart the seams of your life like going through a divorce. Ben and his wife had been married for 19 years when they got divorced in 2010. For her privacy, Ben doesn't share the specific details of the divorce, but it was painful 
and it was a very difficult experience for him. First of all, in my life and my family's life, going all the way back to my grandparents, divorce simply wasn't an option. It, it wasn't a reality. It wasn't even a possibility within my familial context. It, it wasn't possible. So if you'd have told me, hey, one day you're going to turn into a Martian or one day you're going to turn into a Satan worshiper, that was much more plausible than, hey, one day you'll be divorced. That just simply wasn't an option. So when those things began to unravel and our marriage was unraveling, I can't describe the, the pain internally. It felt like I was literally bleeding from the inside. Obviously, Ben wasn't the only one affected by the divorce. The hardest part about divorce is, is not really upon the husband or the wife. It's always upon the children. And to try to protect my children as they were growing up from the rumors and the slander and, the, and, and what happened was just so, so difficult. The difficulty continued for several years following the divorce. But just like in Ben's season of doubt, God was faithful during this painful season, too. God slowly began restoring Ben's broken heart through a variety of ways. Journaling was very helpful. And then also getting outside of the pain, in a sense, of trying to help other people with their problems, even when I was processing my own pain. Ben also found that Christian counseling was incredibly helpful. I mean, I'm in the helping profession, but I need help. So the idea that going to see a counselor, going to see a therapist means that you have some major problem, and maybe you do have a major problem. I did have a major problem, but um, it, it doesn't hurt. It helps to have someone who will listen to you, someone who is somewhat objective, who can help you process the emotions and also the spiritual aspect of what you're going through. So I find that Christian counseling is a great, great resource. Counseling is just one resource that God used to help Ben when he was at the lowest point in his life. Another resource is, of course, the Bible. The Bible can help you hear God's voice more clearly. And that's actually a lesson that Ben learned from Billy Graham. Flashback to when Ben was living in South Carolina as a teenager. At the time, his dad was the pastor of a church where Cliff Barrows was a member. Cliff was the longtime music and program director for the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association and a close friend of Billy Graham. Cliff was also the one who introduced Ben's family to the Grahams. When I was about 15 years old, Billy and Ruth Graham invited us to come to their home for lunch. We had a great time together, a good lunch. And then we went into the den area there and we began talking and chatting. Dr. Graham said to my dad, he said, Ed, will you read me some scripture? And so my dad just read some scripture. I just thought that was cool. I thought, you know, even Billy Graham knows that he needs to hear God's word. He needs to hear that stronger voice. Ben remembered that lesson while he was going through his divorce. So he often turned to God's word, the Bible, during that time. And he's eager to share what God taught him. Many times, God does not change the circumstances of our life. But he does give us the choice on how we respond to those circumstances. Think about Paul. He prayed over at least over maybe a 10-year period for God to remove this painful thorn in the flesh. And God said, no, no, no. But then God said, listen, Paul, I will give you the grace. I will give, it the, I will give you the power to sustain you through this. And so that's what I learned about God is as you're going through painful times, brutal times, disappointing times, times of great uncertainty, like all of us are right now, uh, God does provide what we need when we need it. His grace is sufficient. 
Ben is still learning how to trust God for what he needs in difficult times. He shared with us a memory of a specific moment a few years ago that made a huge impact in his life. My mom uh, has passed away, and she had been dying of a rare autoimmune disease for several years. And she was at a point where she had a trachea and she was on a ventilator. She couldn't talk, but she was motioning to me in the hospital room. And so she wanted a piece of paper. So I got a piece of paper and gave her a pen. And she wrote the words on a piece of paper, I love you. I took the paper and I wrote under it, I love you too. And I I thought about that. I thought about, here's my mom in the midst of just a massive amount of pain. You know, death could come anytime, but she wanted me to know in spite of everything that was going on, in case I forgot, in case I didn't know it, uh, that she loved me. That was just such a message from God to me that sometimes when we're going through difficult times, painful times, that God gives us a note. He speaks a small word that has profound impact in our life. I remember God just kind of give me an assurance of His own grace and love in my life in a very personal way. It's been during the hardest times of his life that Ben has come to know God's grace and love more fully. And he's thankful that Jesus was always there walking with him and that Jesus always will be there walking with him. As I look back at my journals going through my own personal storm, almost every journal entry or headline had something about the importance of moving forward. And then in that process, God is telling us to become more like Christ, to become more patient, to persevere, and uh, allow Him to do His work in our life. What a friend we have in Jesus. God has always been faithful to Ben Young, even when he lost his mom to a rare disease, battled serious doubts about Christ, and went through a painful divorce. As Ben said, God is always working in every circumstance to make us more like Jesus Christ. Would you like to know more about that? Or would you like to know more about starting a relationship with Jesus? We can help. Visit our website. The address is findpeacewithgod.net. That's findpeacewithgod.net. Have you ever doubted God? Well then, you're in good company, including Ben Young, and he'll explain why in just a minute. You're listening to GPS, God, People, Stories, a podcast production of the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association. Sometimes the pressures and the burdens of life get so great upon us that we feel like we can't take another day. Billy Graham. Alcoholism and suicide. Racial tensions, inflation, boredom, the moral permissiveness of our day, the increasing materialism, marriage breakups, even among Christians. Will we survive? You see, the pressures get very great. The psalmist said, I'm full of heaviness and looked for some to take pity, but there was none. And for comforters, but I found none. Jesus said, there's only one way to escape, one way out, and I'm it. You have to come by the way of the cross and the empty tomb and find reconciliation with God and peace in your heart and joy 
in your heart that you have lost. Come to Christ tonight and receive him into your heart and start all over again. He'll forgive the past and give you a whole new spiritual life and give you a power beyond anything you ever dreamed and a love and a joy and a peace. Ooh, powerful word there from Billy Graham. By the way, you can hear the full message online at the Billy Graham Audio Archives. To get there, go to BillyGrahamRadio.org and then click Billy Graham Audio Archives and search for The University of Life. We also have a direct link to the message in our show notes. Our guest on this episode of GPS is Ben Young. Ben went through an extended season of cynicism about Christianity, but he came out on the other side as a strong follower of Jesus. Ben found comfort in knowing he's not the only person who's had their doubts about God. If you look back to Martin Luther, who was the hero of the Protestant Reformation, he struggled with doubt throughout his entire ministry. C.S. Lewis was another guy who struggled with doubts, especially after the death of his wife, Joy. So, you know, you're, you're, if you are doubting and you're listening to this, you're not alone. There are a lot of great Christian men and women, actually some of the heroes of our faith, who did struggle with doubt. And even when you turn to the Bible, you have guys uh, like Solomon, you have guys like Job, of course, Thomas, who also struggled uh, greatly with doubt. If you're struggling with doubt or anything else that you'd like to talk with us about, call our 24-hour prayer line. The number is 888 388 2683. That's 888-388-2683. And if you'd like to read more about Ben's story and the lessons God taught him, check out his new book. It's called Survive the Day, Thriving in the Midst of Life's Storms. I'm Phil Fleischman. And I'm Jim Kirkland. Thanks to Ben Young for joining us on this episode, for what he shared with us, and also thanks to Citizen Way and Newsboys for allowing us to use their music in this episode. And thank you for listening to GPS, God People Stories. It's an outreach of the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association. Always good news. Good news.